Hello and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, the podcast where we take an in-depth look at one narrative or story-focused game and give our thoughts on it. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Duncan. And this week we took a look at episode two of The Council, episode two titled Hide and Seek. Um, this came out May 17th and was developed by the same company and cost the same. I didn't fucking look Big it up Bad again. Big Bad Wolf! <laughs> Big Bad Wolf. It was Big Bad Wolf that developed it. Uh, I believe it still costs $30 thereabouts. So yeah. that's all the stats you need for that one. Um, this stats. is a continuation. So if you haven't listened to our first episode, that is, you know, this is the second part to it. So you can go back and listen to it. If you um, want. If you want, you don't, don't have, have to. to. It wasn't like you know, wasn't. It's not an imperative hey, listen, thing that you go listen to it. This guy he's looking for his mum, and there's also some political figures in the mix. So hell there yeah, you go. what a good story synopsis. <laughs> Guy's <laughs> looking for his mom. There's some political figures. Bad French accent. Those are the only three things you need to know going into part two. Hide and seek. So, um, I guess I'll ask before we like go into the specifics. And the deep story, just to let you guys know, we'll be uh, we kind of doing the a format where we'll be talking about the game from the beginning of this chapter to the end, and kind of giving our bits in between it. So that's how we're gonna do this thing. But before we go on, what did you? How did you feel about this chapter overall, as compared to the first one? Do you think there was a increase in quality? Do you think it was worse or about the same? I liked it more. Um, I thought there was pretty market improvement at a number of points. I think that's partially due to some design decisions they made that we'll talk about along the way. But I think it's also partially due to the fact that, you know, we didn't have a ton of time from when we started playing this game to when we knew we were going to record the episode. So I didn't really bother with trying to do too much side stuff. I didn't do much exploration. I didn't try to talk to everybody. I just kind of like went through it i like i finished it and it was like hey go here and i just went there and did it and it's like hey i don't think i need to talk to that character and i didn't um and i think just kind of the pacing of it felt a lot better that way combined with the fact that it was a much shorter episode and i do think the first one dragged on at a lot of points so i i think you know i don't think it was you know the writing and voice acting still are not good which means that i still don't think it was very good but the story was at least it started to pick up at some points you know I messaged Alex when I was in the middle of it, and um, he had said that, that he's like, yeah, I just, you know, I just kind of went through it and uh, didn't really bother talking about it to other people in the game. And um, I started doing that, and I think I enjoyed it a little bit more. Um, it's a better experience. It is. It just don't, if you if you guys play this or want to play it, I'd say just, you know, just, just don't sweat the small stuff, you know? Don't, just do the big stuff. Uh, I yeah. think you'll be more pleased. The, the characters game. do not have enough of a draw to make the conversations important, you know? Yeah. Yeah, this isn't like Life is Strange where you're immediately drawn to a character that continues to get a football thrown at her head. <laughs> it's like, what if it was Life is Strange, but every time you talk to the character, it was always Warren, you know? <laughs> it's just not, it's not, a, it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's get started uh where we last picked off so this is going to be interesting oh um, yeah for Ranging me stories for me um i slept with emily hispro and got one of the most disappointing <laughs> sex scenes in gaming uh <laughs> and you sounded like such a fucking douchebag right there i've never <laughs> wanted to be your friend less than when you said those five <laughs> words right there i, I hope you know you know, that's that's coming from a point of of being ironic. Oh you know? yeah. No, I you get know? it. It's just it yeah. still hurts. But to it hear. still was disappointed. I didn't get to see any titties. Steam tagged this as nudity. I didn't see anything. The reason I think <laughs> that it's bad is not because of the reasons like it, it's not because I didn't understand that you were being ironic. I think it's because when I was trying to figure out how to get Steam Family Sharing to work on this, I went into the Steam forums and one of the most upvoted posts about episode two was, does she get naked? And oh. that's, I didn't click on it because I didn't, I didn't want to support that sort of Yikes. vulgar talk in my nice Christian community. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, your, your Christian Steam forum. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, all the best so, people reside. Yeah, so I slept with one of the, the characters, and when it came to a decision, Elizabeth 
Adams comes to us and she's like, uh, you need to help me out ASAP. I need I need help real quick right now. And you're like, mm, can it wait? Because I kind of got this thing going on. And she's like, no, it <laughs> cannot wait. So you have to make the decision. Do you tell her to just, it can wait till tomorrow or you got to take care of her ASAP? So in my scenario, I said, you, it can wait till tomorrow. And uh, boy, was I, boy, was I, uh, why did I make the wrong decision? Because she died. Uh, she got stabbed. But in Alex's path, in my path, the same sort of scenario presented myself, presented it to myself, and I, I was just like, yeah, I don't know, she seems like she's distressed, I guess I'll go help her out, because I'm not a trash person, and I, uh, I right. went there, and she right. gets you wicked drunk, and then drugs you, and refuses to talk to you if you don't keep drinking, and then you pass out, and she says some creepy things about how she's gonna take care of you and make it all alright, and then you wake up, and she's dead in front of you on the floor, and then... I think it's Sir Gregory Holm opens the door to see you kind of, like, just waking up, laying right next to her corpse as the only person in the room, and then I got a hard cut right yeah. there. One of the endings is clearly so much better. <laughs> so much <laughs> One better. of the endings might make you want to play the second episode. Yeah, exactly. So, do you, you want to go first and tell me, like, what happened to your branch? Yeah, and I think this was a little bit different um i think part one was a little bit different at least the beginning um for sure I, i'm sure either way you start in lord mortimer's yes. office yep. um, which is a hell of an office by the way yeah. that thing's like fucking huge it's he owns like, his own island what do you expect? i know but like he built this giant mansion it was like third floor that's my office just the whole floor <laughs> okay okay See, last episode I pointed out that Louis has a hard time, the main character, has a hard time, like, pointing out things that I think are pertinent. Like, there was just a pentagram on the floor, and uh, he didn't seem to men mind mentioning it. But no, no. In, in his office, there's an actual moon door. <laughs> there's just a fucking hole <laughs> that goes down for miles upon miles upon miles, and Louis doesn't think anything of it. Well, I mean, there's a lot of interesting paintings around Duncan. <laughs> I mean, I just think that if there's there's a hundred fucking foot hole in the center of your office, maybe we should talk about it. Yeah, you might think that, but you'd be wrong. <laughs> Continue. Um, so I think this starts the same either way in his office. Basically, they're confronting you, um, I believe it's at this point... Lord Mortimer, which is the first time we really get to talk to him, and Sir Gregory Holm, um, more or less just questioning you, and then they get up and leave momentarily, uh, giving you the opportunity to look around the office if you so choose, um, which I thought was a really weird choice, because they <laughs> just get up and they're like, hey, we'll be back in a few minutes, and then you're presented with an option of like, do you want to look around or just sit there and do nothing? I was like, well... One of these options is boring, and also they didn't tell me not to do anything. So I guess I'll just get up and look around a little bit, because what the fuck? Um, <laughs> and you get, you know, a tiny snippet of information, which doesn't really help that much. And you get to see that they have a, at least in my run, they had a little piece of paper on the desk that just had statements from everybody else in the mansion about what they thought was happening and where they were the night of the murder and everything like that. Oh, that's cool. Um, then they come back and just question you a bunch about the murder and you get into one of those like back talk type things where you get to try and talk your way out of it. Um, I succeeded in it because all I had to do was literally just tell the truth the whole time. It was just like, yeah, this is where I was. Yeah, that's what happened. And then at the end they're like, well, if you didn't kill her, like, who do you think could have killed her? And I was just like, I don't know. Could have been my mom. Right. And they're like, Yeah. Could have been. <laughs> You're probably fine. And then they just assumed I wasn't the murderer and let me go. Uh, nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did it go differently for you? I feel like maybe yeah. it went somewhat differently for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm looked at as a very esteemed person now. They're like, listen, Elizabeth has been murdered. We need your help. I don't know what's going on. Just, just everyone's been instructed to stay in their quarters you can go to anybody's quarters, look through all of their shit, and talk to them. Um, wow. And they're like, you are our only hope, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, so. Help us, Louis de Roche. You're our only hope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, they're, for some reason, I did not get the document of all of the statements. Like, well, from it's everybody. probably because you got to do that whole thing instead. Yeah, but I feel like that document would still exist. 
I mean, you took the statements. That's true. That's true. Huh. Maybe my Louis left that <laughs> paper oh for my your God, Louis in another dimension. Oh my God, we're in some fucking time war, back to the future shit. <laughs> That'd be great. So, um, pretty much, I just went around to each room in the lobby and had a conversation with everybody, asked where they were the night of the murder, and just like, pretty much just grilled them. And I went back upstairs not feeling super sure about it because there were too many conflicting clues. Like, like the there were the boots from the from the big brutal guy. Um, what's his name again? Fuck. Uh, we just talked to Jacques Peru. <laughs> Jacques Peru. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> so there's footprints from the boot of Jacques Peru, but also the knife that was used to stab was also the from the hand of a woman and. She, there's How the just, fuck did they decide that? They're like, oh, it's really small. And I'm like, he's like, it must be of a What? Woman. Yeah. Can, what? <laughs> I don't what? know why. Like, you he's can't like, grab a knife that's smaller than your hand. Like, no, if it was a male <laughs> murderer, then the knife would have slipped out of his hand. It would have been an ape hand if it was a male. <laughs> and, uh, well, I just what don't see, fuck? I kind of can see, I don't see Jacques Peru, this big, burly French guy, wielding this tiny little dainty knife dude it just doesn't make any sense yeah that's how he fucking gets you you're like it doesn't make any sense and then meanwhile he's out there killing everybody well there was like blood prints around the fist so you could see like how big the hand was anyways anyways there's also a pistol that was left behind so i asked everyone like do you have your weapon on you do you have a weapon on you and napoleon is like i have many pistols and (laughs) I was like, are any of them missing? And he's like, no. <laughs> but, which of course he'd say that. But uh, Jacques Peru, when I asked him where his gun is, he said, no, I'm not showing you my gun. I already know what you're doing. And he got all fucking pissy with me. What a fucking great Jacques Peru. And it's, thank you. And uh, it's clearly like the game wants me to think it was him. Because like all the signs lead to him, like the knife could obviously have been wielded by someone else. But just like you, I blamed it on my mom. Because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know who the fuck did it. And well, if my to mom's... be fair, I didn't. I wasn't in the same situation as you. All right, I yeah. had three options. Could have been me. I don't know. And might have been my mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. See, I, uh, I don't know. It was interesting because they let you like pick from all of the characters, and. And I thought it was really fun because what I did was I just like accused really not people that totally wouldn't have done it of the murder just to see what he would say. So I was like, yeah, George Washington did it. And he's like, hmm, interesting. What's your proof? And then I have like a wheel of proof that makes no sense. And every time I present him with one of the facts, he's like, hmm, no, that does not make sense. I'm sorry. Uh, try again next time. Uh, but then I did a. Uh, I, I really think it was Von Waldner. He's him and Elizabeth had a relationship. Uh, they were in love, but she broke it up with him. He's obsessed with the occult. He's all fucking weird. He's all nervous all the time. I don't like him. I don't trust him. But I went with my mom because I'm like, if she's not around, it's way easier to just be like, eh, it might be her. And then like, um, uh, Mortimer was like, okay, let's uh. Well, well, we'll just put that shit on pause where I feel like if I would have selected one of the other characters, they would have like brought them out and been like, the fuck did you do? I didn't want to like blame someone for something I didn't do. So I pretty much yeah. just pussied out. <laughs> See, it was different. It was like, I don't know who it could have been because whoever it was killed her and not me and mine. Or she killed herself, which I think is possible. I think she may have done but that But how do you still. explain the boots? I, there weren't boots in my fucking thing. Well, you should have investigated. I t- Maybe I, you shouldn't have made I the no wrong choice. Oh, no. Yes. Um, I got the good ending. How long would you say that whole investigation bit took you? It took so long. So I wonder if that's part of the reason we... Because we had, I think, somewhat different views about this episode in terms of how much better it was. Because there was literally no time between, okay, we're done talking with Mortimer and, like, and yeah. then I'm into the next puzzle immediately with, after with this. So all thing. of part one took like 45 minutes for me. Yeah, because this took like an hour and a half for me um, for this first part. But I will say that this was one of my favorite parts of the game so far. I Hi. really I really liked being able to like freely roam the um, 
the different rooms and speaking with all these different characters and like grilling them on things and there's a lot of cool systems where like the things that you learned from the other characters connected to other characters so Mm -hmm. like after i talked to george washington i learned something then i went back to this character and then told them about the thing i learned and like tried to get their goat about who really did it oh Um, nice so it was really cool i actually really liked this part and i think i'll speak more to like this investigation feeling versus the puzzles later when we talk about the puzzles, I think. So okay. um, right. after that, I think we both get funneled to the same place. Uh, there's, Mortimer... a, there's a scene in there that oh, yeah. I want to talk about briefly where Mortimer, you and Mortimer walk and talk about your mother and the crusades and everything like this. In that scene, because you just like walk away. First off, didn't make any fucking sense because literally four minutes ago, they were like, we think you might have murdered somebody. And then I was like, yo, I didn't though. And they were like, <laughs> cool, you want to be friends now? We yeah. need a full run of the mansion. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, they, like, they dropped the murder charge on me like nothing, man. They did not care. Um. But you walk away with Mortimer and you talk about these things. And the reason that I hated the scene was not because, you know, they dropped the murder charge. It was because they stood up at the table and then talked and then walked about six steps and then stopped and then talked and then finished their conversation and walked about five more steps and then stopped and then talked and then walked a few more steps and stopped and talked. Like, yo, guys, you can just sit. (laughs) You could have just stayed sitting this whole time. Like, this is a weird feeling where you keep... It's like when you and your friend are, like, said goodbye, but you're both walking the same direction. Anyway, it was that kind of uncomfortable feeling, and I didn't like it. Isn't he showing you the paintings, though? He wasn't in mine. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, Yeah, that sounds really bad. (laughs) (laughs) They make some really weird animation choices in this game. Like, yeah... There's yeah. a Louis. I don't know if you if you ever noticed this. There's an amazing Louis face, the main character, where like if he's disgruntled by something, it's like they took the anger face meter and put it up to a billion. <laughs> his whole face like puckers into his nose. He looks like an airhead candy. Oh it's fucking. Have you seen it? Do you know? What I'm I don't know. About? I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> I believe he, you though. I believe you. He looks so stupid, and I love it. Um, I I don't have any notes on the animations here, except for I do have one note that says that characters in this game just shouldn't be allowed to wear high collars because their neck keeps going through it, and it breaks the immersion a little bit when half of their neck is outside of a collar for me and the other half is inside of it. The Giuseppe, the cardinal, I'm still calling him Giuseppe, by the way. Fuck you. Uh, he He's just wearing a robe, and like his normal idle stance is clipping. Like, he just has a robe that's constantly clipping as his normal idle stance. I can forgive it if they're running. I know that shit's hard to program out. But if you have an idle stance, you should probably make sure that your fucking robe isn't clipping through another robe. Yeah, there's not a lot of movement physics on the clothes in this game. Yeah, they put a lot of emphasis on that. Anyways. Moving on. Moving on to the Moving on story-wise. Um... So after the great discussion about the, uh, <laughs> what was that? The, the crusades crusades. Thanks dude. Yep. There it is. Nice. <laughs> uh, the crusades. Uh, which wasn't really a discussion because I didn't take the erudite perk. So they were just like, which crusade is your favorite? And my Louis basically went like, oh, I don't know. I don't know shit about the crusades. Yeah. Like, I okay, knew shit well, about the, my Louis knew shit about the Crusades, but I didn't know shit about the Crusades. <laughs> that was kind of a theme of this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll get into that. So <laughs> so Mortimer uh, speaks with you about your mother, and he hints you into a room, a tower room. Is that what they call it? Yeah, that's what they call it. Uh, yeah, tower it's in room. a tower, I think. And uh, that your mother used to go to. I guess like she went yeah. to to like exchange messages or something like that. I don't know exactly what he knew about it, but what's in here is a bunch of paintings and a very expensive Bible. And mm-hmm. it's puzzle time, so you get to uh move around the move around these two rooms and look at different paintings and they all have hints as to what biblical verse you should look at to get a clue from your mom for the next uh biblical verse where you can find the next note um, yeah and there are a lot of them so you can't just like click through them there are like 
six yeah. options and in each of those are like six options and in each of those are a few options so it's and each of those options you are punished for picking the wrong one by having to listen to louis read them off <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that we really want to go down the route of you're punished by having to listen to the bible no I mean, no i'm not saying that i'm not you're punished by having to listen to the listen to the bible as read by louis de Rochet. yeah that's <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, it's not the it's not the piece of media itself. It's who's reading it. Uh, fair so, enough. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean you that fu- this is this puzzle takes up the rest of part one. It's yeah. a pretty significant puzzle. What do you think I, about this I'll, puzzle? I'll jump ahead here because I didn't hate it. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. So the basic mechanic of it is you know you find something and it gives you. A hint and you go read the bible and then after that it's basically you just look at the different portraits which are of all the different saints and then there's like a little bit of a hint on each of them like on the frame or something else falls out and you get like the next piece of the message between your mother and whoever she was talking to and then you know repeat over and over again i, and I say, thought some of them were kind of cool yeah i gotta say out of the two because there's another one that's almost the exact same later this is the better one yeah, I think there was just a rhythm I got to, like, halfway through it, where it was like, oh, okay, like, this is talking about this saint, and then the message they said, you know, look for the next message where, you know, the apostles took these, you know, refugees or whatever, I, I forget exactly what yeah. it was, and you're like, oh, well, you have to, like, go look at that, you know, the frame on that painting of that apostle, and then it'll give a little bit about this information which gives you one number and then if you look at this it gives you a second number and you put it all together i thought that was really cool and felt good up until the very last one which i swear to god didn't have a fucking hint because i spent 15 minutes searching around that room and like could not find anything referencing anything and so i just looked it up because i was frustrated yeah here's my little the council hack um cheat (laughs) (laughs) if you're bored just look up a walkthrough and cheat because it's just not worth it. It's just not worth the pain and suffering. Um, I didn't mind it. I did I the. Thought well, it was I did very the last close. One. The the okay. last. I did the exact same thing as you because I didn't get the last one either, and I looked up a walkthrough for it. And I couldn't. Yeah, I, I think it out. the it was very close to being a good puzzle. It just there was a tiny bit that didn't work, especially because the like hint that Louis gives himself is like okay. It's to the left of this apostle, and then he says something like, I gotta find some more apostles, and there's a fucking stack of paintings that are all (laughs) apostles, and it has a sheet over it, and when you look at it, he says, like, ah, there's fingerprints, this has recently been moved, and then you don't fucking get an option to take the sheet off. Yeah. It's just like, oh, that really feels like that should be the answer right there. Right. Okay, then, and it's just frustrating, but it was very close to being a good puzzle, I think. It just wasn't quite there. It was close. This game likes to do these same puzzles with, like, and they did it last time, too, where there's, like, lore that's connected with the the puzzle. That's pretty much all of their puzzle mechanics, which, I I don't know. I think it's all right. I think they don't nail the execution of the puzzles, but I like that they're all integrated ideas about, like, history or mythology or something like that. Yeah. That, like, if you did know, um, like, if you just knew the, like, enough about the subject, you would probably be able to figure it out as a player. Like, the mythology one before, it was like, how did they beat the Gorgon? Like, I knew the solution to that. I just got it wrong because I thought one of them was turned the wrong direction. So, like, that felt kind of neat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say in this one, though... You keep turning the Bible to new pages, and he keeps saying, like, oh, there's a note, like, wrapped around the edge of the page. Yeah. Like, made it sound like there was just a note stuffed into the Bible, and I'm like, yeah. why didn't you just pick it up and fucking shake it and exactly. get all the notes in one go? Exactly. I would just fucking thumb through it all. I think that would be way faster. It would be so much quicker. Just look for the pages that have a slightly bigger opening, and boom, you've got the whole fucking thing. So that's the problem I have with it. Like, thematically, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't... I think it's, like, a really cool fantasy to be, like, oh, like, the secret society has hidden all of their messages in these puzzles. But, like, I feel like if a ding-dong like Louis de Rochet can figure it out, like, it's not that <laughs> hidden. It's not that hidden at all. It's actually I mean, really easy. <laughs> he's supposed to be smart. He's just not. Yeah. At all. So, so I think I draw a problem with, like, the theming in that and just feeling like, 
this doesn't feel that hard to be hidden. But then you think, like, oh, well, it is difficult to get to this room, though. You know? Yeah, and, you know, spouting off a shitload of information maybe makes it a little bit easier. It's like, oh, I didn't actually know that, but he did. So, like, now that I have that information, I can solve That's the true. puzzle. That's true. Um, I don't know. Again, or you could just thumb puzzle through was... it all and find the notes. Well, <laughs> but anyways, so... Very the... close to a good puzzle, but not quite there. Very close. Uh, the last note tells you that to, like, go to the next area or to find the go next beyond place, the nightmare. The next note, you have to go beyond the nightmare. I was yeah. getting there. I was getting there. You were. You were. I just I wanted to go quicker as all. Beyond the nightmare. So... Uh, you want you want to go into this next chapter, the nightmare? Yeah. So you are told to go beyond the nightmare by the note, and then somebody rings like a bell, and you're like, "Well, I should go out there because we have to go out there, I guess." Um, and then you go into the you know the small salon, um, and you run into Emily Hillsborough, and she um, talks to you. And at this point, you're told I don't remember when you find out that your vision was true. Um, Mortimer confirms. Mortimer tells. Yeah, Mortimer tells yeah. you that your mother fucking straight up murked a fool, um, and it was Emily's <laughs> twin sister. Not only murked a fool, but murked someone's twin sister. Yeah, uh, and then Emily confronts you, and you get to choose whether or not to tell her that you know your mom killed her sister or not, which seemed to me like an easy choice. I don't know about you, but I yeah. was like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not just going to be like, I don't know, yeah. I had a dream, and I'm pretty sure my mom killed your sister. You want to help me find her? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't say either. Better to keep yeah. that information to yourself, Louis. Yeah. So that was a weird confrontation. And then you go into the small salon where everyone is. <laughs> I love that infliction. I love the way they say it. It's so good. Salon. <laughs> Salon. Um, <laughs> you go in there where everyone is basically arguing because the new member has arrived, who is, I believe, Manuel Godoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, he comes in and starts making a fuss because the king of France was beheaded. Um, and then everybody is kind of arguing one way or another, whether like, oh, no, the king of France shouldn't have been beheaded. And like, this is a tragedy. And, and the you know, monarchies are seem, at risk. Yeah, monarchies are at risk. Um yeah. A couple of people seem really upset about it. A couple of people don't. So that's just the whole scene is you trying yeah. to calm them down, which I found to be relatively easy because even though everybody's freaking out, it's just like, hey, we're all high society folk. We should be able to figure this out like gentlemen. And then everyone's like, yeah, you're right. I'm cool. <laughs> and then they all disperse. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that was that scene. I think you maybe get like a little bit more here or there. You talk to um, Volner and have the option to just talk a little bit about, like, the deal that him and your mother made. I didn't really... I fucked this one up, so I didn't really get any of this information. So, so basically, he wants a really expensive book from her. Okay. And apparently they made a deal, and he's very, like, perturbed about it, and um, he really, really wants this book. And it seems like it's being used for something else but he you the the whole like point of uh the whole mechanic for him is just like stringing him along and acting like you know what you're talking about which is probably one of my favorite things that your character can do um it's just (laughs) maybe yours can (laughs) it's just like i love manipulate i i hate when louis spits off random facts because i just don't give a fuck but when he's (laughs) like when he's like stringing these idiots along and being like yes i know the book of course i know the book are you fucking joking me and they're like oh yes i'm very sorry but he doesn't know it's really it's a really exciting scene to watch because like you're trying to pay attention and try and fake them out further um but i did fuck it up too because he asks you a question like and who do you think I'm doing this all for? Yep, and then you have three yep. options, and then I pick the wrong one, and he's like, ho, 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 maybe in next time. What did you pick? I, I also got that. I don't remember because... Okay, I think I said he was, like, with the King of France or something. That's what I said, like, yep, yep. Yeah, he's basically yeah. like, yeah, no, my man, this goes higher than the King of France. <laughs> Peace! <laughs> 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 Whatever, I don't care about you. Um, yeah. And then you run around and try and get information from people about what you think beyond the nightmare means. Um, I like Napoleon's answer where he was just like, well, 
uh, for my purposes, I think it refers to soldiers in war because you're literally going beyond the nightmare. Every time you go into war. <laughs> and then it's like, but that's probably not what you were asking for. Like, <laughs> yeah, not really. I, I love think. Napoleon, man. Napoleon's so fucking goofy. Anyway, you it. have my cannon still? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I love how he's like, oh, have you... Have you found anything about your mother? Like he's like genuinely concerned, and you're like, no, I'm unfortunately not yet. He's like, oh, that's a shame. I really wanted to talk about those cannons. Got <laughs> really Spanish there for a second. Cannons. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I also like how uh, you're talking to him about Spanish guy. Spanish guy. Fuck. Uh, Godoy. Oh, Godoy. Yeah. You ask him your opinion about Godoy, and uh, he basically says that. If he spent more time in battle, that he'd be a better man, and that he spends all of his time under like the queen's skirt. He's just, oh. yeah, he just reveals that like this guy's a pussy. He fucking doesn't even go into war once. All he does is eat pussy. Wow. <laughs> and uh, you're like, all yeah, right. crazy shit, my man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I'll talk to you later about those <laughs> cannons, I guess. Yeah, yeah, about his cannon, uh, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. God. Uh, the only other character I talked to here was the Cardinal, who yep. Cardinal Piaggi. Who, oh, um, dude, sorry to interrupt, but okay. I, <laughs> I, uh, I talked to George Washington along the way, and I got one of my favorite George Washington lines is, um, so I asked him about the nightmare thing, and he's like, hmm. Let me think about it. And he actually took a realistic, like, three-second pause. And he's like, no, I'm afraid I, I don't know anything about the nightmare. And then you have the option of telling him, like, oh, yeah, it's, like, connected with my mother. And uh, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, but th this is perfect, Louis. That should help you. It's a clue. Then you walk away. It's just a George Washington. I love tutorial George Washington, oh, man. God. Oh, perfect information, Louis. That should help yeah, you. Fuck. It's a clue, numb nuts. Like, he has a line later when you're just like walking by him, where you just you talk to him and you're like, "Hello, Mr. Washington," and he's like, "Hello, Louis. Are you doing all right?" And you say, "Yeah, pretty much." And he says, "Okay, then. Well, gotta get back to this." And then he turns around and just keeps staring at a painting. <laughs> Like, okay, dude, I can fucking take a hint, I guess. George Washington is clearly just, like, trustable, 100%. He's too fucking stupid to do anything in this game, Jesus. <laughs> I just feel like there's no way they're going to, like, villainize him. No, you can't make George Washington the bad guy. They but don't have the balls. Fuck, dude, but fuck. If I play episode five... And I'm like laying on the ground and I'm bloodied with my mom or something crazy's going on. I'm about to solve the final puzzle. And George Washington comes out with a fucking cannon. And, <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to blow you to smithereens, Louis. I'll be so happy. Fuck, that'd be good. And then it, and then it plays, and then it plays like a flashback. Uh, like like Bioshock, where like the "Would you kindly" thing of just all the moments of him fucking scamming you. Oh god, oh, I'd love oh, that. Oh god, that'd be so good. I would make the council so much better. Listen up, <sighs> Big Bad Wolf. Change your plot. Ideas. We got some fucking ideas for you. Trust yeah. us. Um. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. You talk to Piaggi, and he gives you the actual information, which is that the nightmare is the name of a painting in Lord Mortimer's office behind his desk. Um, which is kind of boring, but whatever. Uh, so then you go up to Lord Mortimer's office, which is supposed to be off limits to everybody, but they just, like, don't stop you, I guess, which so that's cool. Whatever. Um, I think I have an encounter... explanation for that. Oh, we'll shit. I want to hear it. it. No, we got to get to it at the end. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, you, um, you, know, you go up to the painting in his office and pull a, you know, push a little pedal and it, the painting rises up, and there's just, like, four tumblers behind it and a giant wall, and you have to figure out what the numbers on the four tumblers are supposed to be using objects in his office to to piece it all together, which is cue the second big puzzle of the game. Um, and you just kind of walk around reading books and looking at, you know, letters and looking at the inscriptions on paintings. And I didn't think this one was bad. I just thought the conclusion, like, the solution was super fucking dumb. 
I like, think this one was bad. I, I just didn't have any fun. And I didn't. Uh, I, I got just, bored really quickly, and then I just yeah. left it a walkthrough. Because okay. I just wasn't it was having really, fun really, with it. Like, they kind of hit you over the head with clues where, like, four times they're like, oh, all of these dates are in this calendar, which starts 4,000 years after our calendar. And also, it starts in March and not January. Um, and then there's a shitload of dates, and then there's also, like, a portrait of the first Mortimer, like, first descendant or whatever, and has the date that he was, like, born or the date that he did something influential, and you just subtract 4,000 and add one, and that's the solution to the puzzle. And I really expected it to be something clever with the Crusades, but it just they just didn't fucking care. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I thought, and I was just, like, I just couldn't handle it, because I kept putting in crusade numbers, I was, like, subtracting the 4,000, like, you know, they were talking about, but I just fucking, whatever. Yeah. Um, yep. So, yep. Anyways, that pu- that puzzle was whatever. Um, that puzzle was worse. That yeah, puzzle yeah, yeah. was definitely worse. Yeah, so, um, lucky us, the fucking, his secret office is revealed, and you find a bunch of interesting stuff in here um i actually liked his secret yeah. office i thought it was cool it was the first point in the game where i was like hell yeah i'm into the idea of like the secret society that basically rules the world from the shadows yeah it was the only time in the game i felt that way yeah and um like they actually did anything um <laughs> i i like the tarot cards it was kind of cool to like peel back a little bit of the like political shit and kind of get back into the mysticism because i i find the mysticism in this game like more appealing than the politics but that's probably just how i am in general um i think they also just really fumble the political side of things that's true but uh there's a couple other things like some medical tools um, yep some surgeons tools there's a bunch of maps. notes from leaders all over the world talking about different wars that they're involved in and there's like a like there's like a letter um to one of the american politicians about slaves which was kind of interesting yeah there's yeah. a there's a, a bunch of cherries on a weight and you have the option to examine them and i was like ah no i'll just take them and then they never came into play again you gotta feed them to the bird well, I didn't know he had a bird, which I found that out at the end when it's like, you could have shown interest in Lord Mortimer's bird. And I was like, well, I've never cared less. <laughs> so my response to that would have been, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? I That was like the fucking Life is Strange water the plant shit. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, game. Uh, I'm sorry I was trying to fucking find my maybe dead mother and I didn't have time to feed a <laughs> shitty bird. My bad, the council. God, fuck me, right? It was like one of those shitty parakeets who's like repeating what he said. Oh, so like yeah, you can that's... like get a little hint of him being like, right, taking over the whole world. Right? I know it's a parrot, but you know, whatever. Honestly, like what the fuck? Why does every villain have a bird that'll repeat their master plan like i feel like if you have a master plan that's so secret that if anybody finds out about it it can be foiled you probably shouldn't have a fucking bird that's just gonna squawk off the last sentence you said like that seems like a fucking flaw i love uh, (laughs) this is getting really off topic but did you know that was like the end to the flintstones movie (laughs) is they had these memo birds and then Fred steals Slate's memo bird and, like, squawks it off to everybody. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You ever seen the Flintstones live-action movie? I have not. There's a little peek into it. Yeah. It's got I guess... John Goodman in it. Oh, God. That seems... That's actually good cast work right there. It though. really now is. Now that I think about it, that's good. That's you know what's on. weird? John Travolta is hmm. Barney. Isn't that weird? That's bad cast work. Yeah. <laughs> it works, though. It works, though. You'd be surprised. I would be very surprised. This um, is now the Fred... Almost as surprised as I was when I saw the dagger in the globe and Lord Mortimer's son. <laughs> nope, nope. Talking more about the Flintstones. Who's your favorite Damn. Flintstone? <laughs> I don't know. I've never really watched the Flintstones. Okay. All right. We did. So, moving on. You find a stone sword in the globe with a note um, saying, like, meet me here if you dare or something like that. And it's from your mom. And you walk around and say, ah, yes, this is a stone sword. And it's uh, 
George Washington can tell you that it reminds him of the statues outside, or you can just walk yeah, outside because it's way easier. This motherfucker was like, I wonder where this could have come from. And I was yeah. like, are you fucking kidding me? It's from a statue, you dumbass. Yeah, yeah. People don't just simple. make stone swords. Yeah, I, it's interesting. You know what? I just thought about this. It's really interesting that Louis can, like, spit off these, like, really uh, interesting facts and, like, knows about all these things and, like, can deduce everything about people but the game mechanically has to let you answer some questions so he just has to seem like a dipshit for a while isn't that yeah, kind of like interesting like, yeah. like you have to like let the player take hold of figuring shit out so it makes louis just seem like an absolute idiot because the things that we get to solve are the easy things so it just makes louis seem like a little dumb I wonder if they could have framed it differently, you know? I, I feel like that would be... There's a lot of things in this game where I'm like, you could have done better on that. But that's something I just feel like is just, like, a general problem in games. It's like, it's really hard to make a very smart character because if you're playing that character, it's difficult, I think, to, like... Especially in, like, a mystery game to have the um, protagonist, yeah. you know... Can't just figure dumb. everything out for you because then you're not playing a game, you're watching a movie. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so you do leave. Did you did you solve this puzzle when you leave? Yeah. Did you just look up the answer? No, I solved this one. I like this okay. one a lot. So actually. yeah, you just get another quick puzzle when you leave. That's basically like, hey, you're back in the tumblers, but you know you don't have the information, and you have to know that they're in a certain order, and yada yada yada. Basically, my understanding, I didn't actually look this up, and I failed it. Was you just had to take whatever the actual number was on the other side and then rotate it so that the numbers would be facing out, which is not what you're seeing because you are looking, you know, from the inside. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't remember the number. So I didn't get this puzzle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but you do only get two tries at it. I don't know if you knew that. Oh no, I did not. Cause if you pull the lever and it's wrong, like a gate starts to lower. And if you pull the lever again and it's wrong again, the gate drops all the way and then you're locked in. And then you just have to like, Sit there for oh. a while until Jacques Perrault comes out, you know? Oh, this one? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Sorry. I thought you were talking about the one in the garden. Because that no, was already the out ones. to the garden. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That one I looked up. I didn't give a fuck about that one. Okay. Well, you get a nice little scene where Jacques Perrault is, for some reason, in Mortimer's office talking to himself loudly about how he's being, you know, fucked over. Uh, and then you just, like, knock on the wall and you're like, hey, Jacques, could you let me out? And he's like... <laughs> Uh, what's up? And you say, like, the tumblers at this number, and then he opens it, and then you're like, hey, thanks so much, I can explain. And he's like, nope, don't want to know, don't want to be a part of your business, catch you later. And then he leaves. And like, I oh. love Jacques. He's just <laughs> such a, he's just such a, he's just such a little goof. Yeah. You know, he, he hits that's women. That's how I describe him, actually. He hits women, you know. Oh, God. He, oh, you did Oh, that's right. During my investigation, I figured out that he just, like, beat the shit out of elizabeth one day god yeah yeah he's just such a he's just such a funny guy <laughs> what a goof <laughs> yeah what a little goofball jesus fucking christ yeah just just another reason why the game definitely wants me to think it was him yeah fuck okay then but he's always like you don't know nothing louis you think you're a big detective boy but you're nothing <laughs> Yes, that is correct. <laughs> so, uh, this next puzzle, you walk out into the gardens, and there hold are... Hold on, a... hold on, hold on. What? You get the option to spy on Giuseppe. Oh, right. First. I fucking... And I liked this scene, because yeah. you walk in, and they're like, Oh, you brought them, you don't even know what you've done. And like, oh, what have I done? That's not how he sounds, but it's fine. <laughs> Do that one again? <laughs> no, no, no. It's please, past, it's over. Please, um, <laughs> So you get the option to eavesdrop or not eavesdrop, in which I chose to eavesdrop because why wouldn't of course. you? Yeah. And your dude's just like, I know, I'll go eavesdrop, and he just like walks up right behind him and <laughs> stares at a painting for a while. He, he like, pulls the um, George Washington. <laughs> he goes full Washington. <laughs> Never go full Washington. And they Washington. keep talking for like. 
25 seconds about the end of the world. And then they, like, turn around and they're like, excuse me, were you listening? And then you're like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to eavesdrop. And then you can lie and be like, I didn't know he told you to bring Holy Spears, too. And then yeah, I they give that. you some information and then are awkwardly like, well, we want to continue our conversation in private. So you should leave the hallway that we're in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really cool. like that scene. I can't believe that almost skipped it. <laughs> Fucking dumb. <laughs> it's really good, though. It is. I enjoyed it. I actually really enjoyed it, but it was very dumb. So, um... Do you think... Hold on. Do you okay. think this whole game would be better if we pretended that, like, Louie was just the main character from the Pink Panther? Like, would that make this game a lot better if we had that mentality the whole time? If you're just, like, this bumbling idiot who manages to stumble his way into finding things out because nobody oh. takes you seriously? Alex. Yes. yes. Oh my yes. god. Yes! <laughs> Big Bad Wolf, we have a reformat for you. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> we know how to save the game. <laughs> I think their game's actually doing pretty well. It probably I think It's we got just... some interesting shit, so it yeah. just didn't connect with us. Alright, am um, I am I good? You're good. You can go on. Can I do this? On. Sorry. Sorry. It's you're fine. Good. No, you're, you're right. I, you I'm pointed sorry. out all the keep... all the uh, important plot points like am i going to eavesdrop or i'm stuck please help i pointed out all the important plot points like every time a character has stared blankly at a painting so they didn't have to talk to somebody (laughs) so um (laughs) you go down to um the garden and you get to solve a little mythology puzzle and just kind of like learn about these different um these different mythology people i won't go too into it but you you end up stabbing the sword that you got in one of the figures. I don't remember who it was. It's pretty much just the, uh, the worst the, person. There's the dad of, of the Minotaur. It's the dad of the Minotaur, yeah, yeah. Who's like the judge in the afterlife. Yeah, yeah. Real piece of shit. Um, so you stab <laughs> him in the heart. And if you... I did fail this one once because I, I found the guy who was all like cluttered in a corner with a bunch of swords in him and i'm yeah, like me too might as well just put this one in him yeah. <laughs> one more can her yeah and then um and then you get pricked with a little a little needle which i did see and i feel like so to, so you put the sword in the in the person and then you go back to this gazebo and it has like a handprint thing and yeah what well, looks like it should be a biometric hand scanner but yeah. in the past <laughs> to, to which it's just a fucking button but, like, there's clearly a little needle in there. Like, I could see that. But Louis just full hams it. I feel like you could just, like, push one finger on it and be perfectly fine. But Louis's a little dum-dum. Uh, yeah. So I got stabbed, yeah. and he's like, I feel woozy. And, like, ah, I feel slow. And then you get a debuff. But I had five of those things that cures your <laughs> yeah. debuff. So I just popped one of those real quick and was yeah. good to go. It's um, like, oh, I better not do that too much more. And I was like, eh, no. We're pretty much okay. <laughs> I can actually stab every statue in here, come back, and be perfectly fine. Um, <laughs> so you find the right one, and then this like weird stone gazebo opens up to some stairs. Mm-hmm. And then you walk down the stairs, and you see some blood on the wall. And you're like, whoa, it looks like some my mom patched herself up just like mom. Ha ha ha. <laughs> just like mom always... Using her dress as a tourniquet. Also, <laughs> oh, my. question, question for you. If you were Louis Durachet and you uh, went downstairs and saw blood on wall, would you think, oh, okay, that's my mom's blood? <laughs> <laughs> would you I make mean, that assumption? So, initially, I, <laughs> I would say no, but when I did see the blood in the game, I was like, oh, that's his mom's blood. So, maybe I, maybe I would. <laughs> maybe. Okay, so... You uh you walk down the stairs and uh you see a dead servant. Ooh. And then you 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 look at the servant's body and then it slow zooms out to a gun being pointed at your head. And it's none other than your own mother. And she's I like, "Who are you? you? Who are you?" And you're like, "It's me, mom, it's me." And that's it. So that's super not how my game ended again. Oh shit! All right, all right, let's hear so, it. I, it was very close, like it, up to the servant scene. It was exactly the same. You did. I got like a little um, 
another one of those like I'm having a vision thing. Oh yeah, um, I forgot about the I vision. I think you. I don't but, even remember what you see. Honestly, hold on. It was, you see like, uh, your mom all beat up or something. I don't remember what you saw. I'm remembering something like with cannons. I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. You just wanted to say the word cannons again. <laughs> yeah, which you're I right. get. It's fine. Right. Um, <laughs> but I went down there and found the dead servant and leaned down, and I just got like a shot of somebody's like a buckled up shoes walking towards you slowly. Um, and then, like, as they started to approach you, you kind of turned around, and then it was like hard fade to black what yeah i did not get the like mom holding a gun against what i know what did we do differently uh i mean maybe this is a carryover from episode one because we made a different choice there hold on hold on hold on i did find like a like explains every decision the council i don't want that i don't want that no i want to speculate my man okay all right all right what what do you look it up after i i think it's george washington I saw those buckle-ass shoes, and I was like, that's fucking Washington. He's behind it all. It's probably Glass-Eye McFuckboy. No, he's got them big-ass boots. It's probably Oh, these are tiny boots? They were just, yeah, they were like little buckle shoes, you know? Mm. They were like, you know, high society buckle shoes. Mm. Um, It could could be home. It could be Washington. I mean, it could still be my mom, and maybe they'll just give me that reveal at, like, you know, but why second five of episode three? I don't know. No, I feel like that that can't be. Huh. Watch watch this episode go out and then me to just be an idiot and I like hit space too quickly and <laughs> skip the cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely not that because I didn't get any boots. No okay, boots. if you didn't get any shoes, then they're different. Yeah, it was entirely. it was just slow zoom out Louie with a gun pointed at his head and then mom was there. But we both um, said that it was probably mom. But I let the one girl die when i was next to her but she died either way and i got trapped in the thing maybe she's like who are you who are you because you're a real piece of shit because <laughs> you didn't help her out <laughs> maybe help honestly um, i i don't know man it's kind of crazy that huh we had it's, such different endings even okay. though we made all the same major choices in this episode it must be connected with the first one then it's gotta be that's kind of lame. I wonder if we're going to be playing like entirely different episode fives. I'm glad we made the first the first decision differently. That's cool. Me too. I wouldn't even have expected there to be a different ending, so I wouldn't have looked it up. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, because I didn't expect there to be a different ending. Huh. So. Interesting. That's well, neat, I'm though, done right? speculating, like, cool. so I'm going to look real quick. Oh, come on. Save it for after the podcast. Ah. <laughs> But the audience wants to know. No, they don't. The, the audience isn't going to know. There's no answer. That There might be an answer. I don't know. I haven't found a bunch of stuff on wikis about the council, so let's not worry about it. Because <laughs> it might take you a while. All right. Anyways, so um, that's the council episode two. Let's take a little bit of time and let's just discuss. Also, my theory from earlier. Uh, I think you were just allowed to go up into Mortimer's office because the servant wasn't there because the servant was fucking dead. That makes sense. That's actually possible, yeah. Anyways, he didn't comment on it, so I don't think the game had the foresight to think about that. So if your mom killed the servant, why do you still want to protect your mom? Because it seems like she's just a murderer at this point. I don't think I want to protect her anymore. My confrontation went out as as who are you and i'm like it's me mom it's me and she's like who are you and that was it so like i don't think mom don't forget the (laughs) condoms i don't think i want to protect her i just think i'm in fucking i'm in peril now i'm fucked well yeah that's fair my mad mom's pointing a gun at me um so i think i don't think that but who's bootstrap bill We already went over that one. It's gonna be Washington. I'm so... I can't <laughs> wait for it to be Washington. So, I had a thought about this game as I was driving home from work. <clears throat> okay. Do you think this game would feel a little bit better in its writing if it just accepted that it was, like, a little crazy and stopped trying to take itself a little bit serious oh my god if this game was just like over the top hokey i would be having a fucking blast with it exactly i just 
I just really wish that it went over the top in some ways. And I think I really actually like Elizabeth Adams that like John Adams, this American political figure. What was John? Ad- I know he, he's like vice president. Yeah. He's, he's the vice, vice president. president. Has I think this he might daughter have been president at some point. I don't know, man. Yeah. Has this daughter who is like part of the cult and has all these crazy tattoos and pentagrams on the floor. And like, you know, gets you super drunk and like says, she's going to take care of you. Like, no, that character is related to a vice president or whatever. Like, that's kind of cool to think about. And they did kill her, which was real fucking sad because <laughs> yeah, she's the only the character only I was really character. interested in. Um, <laughs> they fucking murder episode one. <laughs> yeah, so I just kind of wish there was more over-the-top shit like that because I really think it would take the game to different levels and I think it would excuse so many of the issues I have with it in a couple ways, like some of the writing being a little weird and not great and then totally i i wish some of the puzzles were a little bit more out there too i think that they're fine but i think it would be so much better if we got into more like and i understand you know it's a relatively smaller company they probably can't do as much but i would really like to see some like grander puzzles and i think that would really like unlock a lot of potential in this game but i think the cheapest way to really like get this game to be better on its feet was to just make it more wild like every time something crazy happens like like mortimer's office and just seeing a cube with like nordic inscriptions on it and runes i'm like what is this why it's cool Mm -hmm. i love it uh but every time i have to listen to george washington tell me it's a clue louis and uh you know just like random political discussions and canons i'm bored again (laughs) But that's just, like, Washington is the character that is the closest to just being what I want of just, like... That's true. Yeah, this is such a, like, again, I think in his state, he's bad. I think he's a badly done character. But if everyone was like that. But if he was just, like, a little more, if he was just, like, 15% more, like, very much dad jokes and (laughs) not, like, caring about everything, like, that would be fun. And yeah. if everybody was like that, this game, like, I could excuse the writing if it was, like, fun and hokey. But it since it tries to be so self-serious, like, I have to be, like, I am drawn to be critical of the issues of it. That yeah. I would look past if it was just, like, not trying to be something very serious, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so I just think that's, I, I it's, it's kind of, like... Last game, last episode, I think we talked a lot about like what we wish this game could be, and I think that's my conclusion of kind of like what I really want this to be. My but thought when playing be. through the game was, do you think that this game was made by a bunch of art majors because they were like, well, we can't just make a game where people only look at paintings, so let's make some <laughs> bullshit around a bunch of paintings for people to look at. <laughs> it's just it's just artists and writers. <laughs> <laughs> And the writers, well... I mean, you know. it's artists and writer, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, just one. Um, I... It's also the graphics in this game. I... <sighs> There's a lot of pretty things in this game. But there are just so many times where, like, things just don't cast shadows. Or, like, things clip through other things. And, like, yeah. everything just feels so polished. And I get that's, like, the environment. But it it's just such a weird, like, there's so many textures that just feel like, uh, okay, let me just Google um, carpet texture, fancy carpet texture. Okay, apply. <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're good. Like, I, I just think there's so many generic feeling areas in this place that aren't well rendered that just, I don't know, it makes it feel all that much weirder. And I really don't like Louis's face. I don't like his face. I don't like his face either. I think, generally speaking, the character models are all kind of bad to look at. I think the environments are at least interestingly, like... I like all the paintings. Grand. I think everything is very... Like, the giant Zeus statue in the front, like, room is really cool. And, like, the paintings are all really good. And I think everything feels very grand. And I can appreciate that. The room, like, the lunchroom with all the butterflies is cool. But... I think there are a couple, like actually good character models like i actually like gregory holmes character model like he's wrinkly yes he's all fucked really gross gross, and it's great um i will say your character model is probably the worst like i really don't like it unfortunate yeah i think it's the worst just because you have to spend so much time with it though 
Like you just you're critiquing everything because you always see him. I guess so. I also had a moment where I was really bored talking to somebody, and then I like put the camera inside his face. And I mean, that's no discredit to the game. That's just me dicking around. And then yeah. I like saw the inside of his eyeball and his mouth. Oh, God. And it was really gross. Oh. Um, <laughs> but no, I I I said this uh, to one of my friends. It's just like, who I showed the game. I'm like, all of these elderly people are modeled really well and like textured really well. Like anyone who's above 50, I guess that's not elderly, is like, <laughs> is like really cool looking. And just like, they did a really good job on um, yeah, but, but anybody who's supposed to be 25 looks to be about 50. I mean, and I'm that's a Hillsboro. problem. Mm. <laughs> God, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I think the other thing that every time I run throughout the entire building, which I do occasionally because I get lost. Um, yes, yes. I do always hit the library and I'm always like, why did they just fucking like rip a library out of Dark Souls and throw it into this game. Because, like, I can't see the bottom of this abyss of library, and I'm on the first floor. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. like... <laughs> oh, shit! That's where Lord Mortimer's hole goes to. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Oh, yeah. What's the fucking point? There's no mechanism <laughs> by which to get any of the books that are not within <laughs> arm's reach on the one walkway in their, like, 85-story cylindrical library. Yeah. I don't know. I spent a while just looking at this like, fuck this place, man. This makes no fucking sense. Yeah. They just have like a really, really, really long like pole that's got like some clamps at the end. And they're like, I'll just grab you this book four stories <laughs> down. Yeah. I, I can't yeah. imagine it's anything that's not exactly like that. Um, <laughs> I, I also I also love, I didn't mention this at the beginning, but it's just a funny thing that I really enjoyed was you know i was sent on the investigation and like the first thing that mortimer tells me is like uh, every guest has been told that they must stay in their rooms and you have access to every single guest's room right <laughs> okay the first thing i walk down when i go in the stairs is there's a character outside of his room <laughs> the second thing i run into is I'm sorry, this door is locked. It's not available to you. Oh my god. And it was one of the characters' rooms. And then I got to my own room and it said, No, you can't go in this room. And I'm like, excuse me? Excuse well, me, you that's know you're my innocent. room. <laughs> god. <laughs> Man. So That's but, wild that I didn't do the entire investigation thing. It is crazy. I uh, respect that. I think I like the fact that they were just like, you know what? Fuck it. It's a different scenario. You wouldn't be the one doing this. Cut that forty five minutes of the game. Yeah. Um to be fair, it did take me that long because I was really enjoying it and like trying yeah. to like figure out who it was. Um, I'm not saying it's you know good or bad. I'm just saying yeah. I respect the decision to be able to sack that much of your work. You know. Yeah, me too. Me too, dude. Me too. Um, I also did want to say why that's my favorite is I think, <clears throat> I feel like like we were talking about like you filling in the gaps for Louis when he's just not putting the pieces together is mm -hmm. sometimes can be kind of weird feeling uh but when you're interviewing these people and trying to figure out who done it louis doesn't fill in most of the pieces and it makes sense so i actually really like investigation of these characters and it makes the characters like feel a little bit better because have you ever played um have you ever played la noir no i have not so so there's like really like easy face mechanics to like understand when someone's lying or like oh, okay. when they're like you know being truthful and mm -hmm. as stupid as that is i kind of like it and um i think i got like the same feeling i did was i was playing that game is there's just like a lot of fun in going between these characters and like taking your own personal notes about them that i didn't get that feeling of like ooh, i'm like solving a mystery when i'm solving a number puzzle or like figuring out yeah that so i know you can't really attest to it because you didn't really play that part but mm -hmm. it's it's way more fun i think than um than trying to play da vinci code <laughs> uh that's fair i guess i again without having played it i can't say um i like the way that the puzzles i like the way that everything feels consistent in this game and that it's all like oh Everybody here knows a lot about this sort of stuff, and, like, all of the puzzles are based on high society-type, you know, well-read learning, and 
that's kind of the whole aesthetic of the whole game. Like, I think it meshes together really well. I just wish it weren't that. Yeah. It's my only, like, thing about the game. Um, I don't have any other real, like, questions no. or topics to bring up about the game, though. I didn't. This was a short session yeah. for me. Um, yeah, I'm good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much done here. That was episode two of The Council, Hide and Seek, came out on the 17th. Um, episode three, you know, we'll... We'll see when that comes out, um, what we end up doing for it, if we end up doing anything for it, um, and we'll... Uh... I'm kind of... After learning that our endings were different, I'm kind of interested. Right? Like, they've got they've got a little bit of a hook. There was a little bit of a hook in me where I was like, okay, if I had the next episode downloaded right now, I might start it up and give it, like, 20 minutes or something, see if it, if it yeah. grabs me. See who Again, I think this was a market improvement over episode one. Um, yeah. But that's... I feel like yeah. I came into it feeling like it wasn't but after talking about it i i do feel like i i feel i feel i agree with you yeah and you're gonna be really sad if we don't do it and it turns out washington was the killer the whole time holy fuck i'll rush out all of those episodes (laughs) oh my god i can't wait i can't fucking wait also i feel like i'm getting the inside scoop on like does it feel like we're cheating like we both know a little bit too much because we're seeing both sides of the story right now definitely I love it. Right. <laughs> um, next episode is going to be a prob- We might be doing a bonus episode because we have a bonus week this month. Yeah. Um, so we are looking into a couple of different things. One of the things we are looking into is a Doki Doki Literature Club mod. Um, I think it was called Through New Eyes, her eyes or New Eyes. In Her Eyes. Um, in something your... like that, um, yeah, which it's... was recently released. Um we are going to kind of play around with that, see if we can get anything out of it. I know it's supposed to be pretty lengthy, so that might be a deterrent. Um, yeah, 10 hours. Just... Dude, that yeah, three times hours. as long as the original game is a lot, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we'll see. You know, maybe it's great. and uh, Maybe we'll be really, really interested in doing something with it. So just keep your eyes out. We might be doing that. Um, we still have a near episode that is coming at you um, at some point here. We just ended up running into too many things coming out at once that we wanted to make sure we you know got out in a relatively quick fashion um social media social media that's it that's our next thing (laughs) we've got the emails that the kids are always talking about so you can send us one of those at thoughtsfromplayer1 at gmail.com um let us know what your theory is let us know how sure you are that washington secretly been killing everyone the whole time um or just you know let us know what your favorite painting is honestly yeah. like just oh dude just do that dude, i did want to say the nightmare is actually one of my favorite paintings like i actually really do like that painting there's like a really spooky horse leering out from behind the bed and it's just so cool guys look up the nightmare it's a really cool painting yeah all the paintings in this game are really fucking good like, yeah we harped on that in the first episode, though. I didn't want to talk about it again, but the paintings are really fucking good. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Follow us on Twitter, at ThoughtsFromP1. We tweet out whenever we have new episodes, and occasionally, every now and again, if you're really vigilant and super good, we might do, like, one other tweet a month. So hey. check that hey, out. Now. I've been doing it. Hey, I'm not saying it's your fault, because we also have a Facebook, and that's more me, and I haven't posted shit on that in a while, but do go ahead and follow us at the <laughs> th- um, facebook.com slash thoughtsfromplayer1, or something to that extent, however you find stuff on Facebook. Um, I think that's all our social media yeah, platforms. That's it. That's it. Leave us a review on iTunes, you know, tell your friends, tell your family. The five-star reviews, they do help out quite a bit, guys, so really appreciate it. And that's gonna do it for this week's episode. So, Duncan... Wanna you wanna walk us on out of here? That is all the beef in the pot, boys. Beautiful. Did you like that new inflection? I like that. I like that yeah. a lot. That, that is all.